everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards comics with the healthy Wolverine classics The soul down below So anything can go Hell be exclusively filled with past enemy saber And you killed your dad for the second time in hell, man. Tell me that's not badass. Man, tell me that ain't badass. Well, tell me that ain't badass, cause you are equally as badass, cause you are listening to Comic Bastards. I do have a podcast. That's a CBMFP all up in your area. It's Kevin. It's Dustin. There is so much animosity in this room right now. You can cut it with a knife. Did it, did it, did Knife cut. Did it, did it, did it. Tiki, tiki. What's going on, Dustin? Comic books, probably. Comic books on a comic book podcast. Yeah. Dare to dream. You want to just dive right into it? You want to get real? Just, just hit him with that new nasty shit. Sure. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus Man. All right. Comic book news. New creative teams on the DC front. That was like the worst intro ever, but yeah. So, the worst uh, intro? It was a pretty crappy intro. <clears throat> um, very talented writer, Charles Soule. Probably said his last name wrong. Get used to it. Uh, he wrote Image Comics 27. Also has his own creator-owned series, Strongman or Strongman, sorry, and uh, he's taking over Swamp Thing. That's how Dustin likes them, men that are strong, <laughs> huh? Yeah, sure. All right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, it's been announced for a while that Scott Snyder was leaving the book, and <clears throat> I guess rumors were circulating that it was going to be uh, Charles taking over, but. DC via io9 for some reason um, announced it was official after Rot World's over I will start reading Swamp Thing again it's kind of weird io9 like yeah I know I, was I don't just... understand these comic book companies and uh, let's just give it to the most random outlets well they did information Forget who they announced something else like their news organization. I was like, how about you just break your own news? How about that, you fucks? Guess what? There's like an ungodly amount of Facebook, Twitter followers that you have. Well, even the source, like for yeah, you have a website slash blog that just totally kind of just let it die down. Yeah, just announce it yourself. Yeah, I don't stop going to because they did something else with some other a third site. They uh broke that Jeff Lemire was going to be writing Green Arrow. Oh, wow. So get him a good artist and watch this book and not fucking suck. Yeah. Or get him a weird artist. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, yeah. one with like a just a really unique style. Because, man. I mean, look how well it did for Animal Man. Yeah, yeah. Animal Man's amazing. Um, yeah, <clears throat> we, everybody knows that Green Arrow comic book sucks. Fat balls. Yeah, just even real... after the whole get JT Cruel off of this shit real quick. Like, just get him out of Now he's just out. I think he's out of the company together yeah. Well, yeah i don't think he's doing anything now which is kind of like hey well sometimes dreams do come true but my point is is like get <laughs> someone you, you already got an amazing writer now with lamir on there get him a decent artist that 
Get, you know what? Just give him anything he wants. How about that? Well, and, I mean, shit. I mean, he ended uh, Sweet Tooth this week. So there you go. He's got some free time. Yeah. A and little he, bit. I mean, they've already kind of taken those Vertigo guys and just put them into the fold. Well, uh, someone's just put them in the fold, but uh, just made it to where, like, they kind of suck their entire schedule away from them and, um, you know, bring them into their their group because uh, even Snyder stopped doing, well, uh, put on hiatus American Vampire, which is doing quite well for Vertigo. Mm. Um, you know, so it's like DC's not dumb. They're just going to clog up your schedule until you can't do these other other books well i mean that's i think they still want to make with the arrow show being as popular as it is they want to be like oh let me venture into comic books and not oh here's green arrow this must be what that show's based off yeah definitely oh, I mean, this is a fucking total shit i can't read this well and it, i'm surprised it took them that long you figure to that put a top you know they're like oh we got this tv show out let's give it to whoever mm-hmm. and then watch it you know, dick around and be like, oh, shit. Yeah, because, yeah, that book is pretty much <coughs> shit on a shingle, and hopefully it uh, this changes everything. And um, the Red Hood and the Outlaws, oh, new yeah. creative team, because obviously Kenneth Rockford left. He's on um, Superman now. But um, what the fuck's that guy's name that was writing? Well, he's gone. Whoever's writing it, he was like, I don't got the schedule for it. So now... James Tinion the fourth and Miko something I'm not gonna butcher are taking over on that. I mean I kinda lost interest in that book after a while. Yeah, it was like it was just it was like, oh okay. Yeah, it just it's I just kinda like got away from it. I missed an issue and I was just like, Yeah, I don't really give a shit and then missed another one and then another one. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done more creative shakeups. Obviously it worked for Marvel, that's all Marvel now was. Move people around, sell more books. So, <clears throat> speaking of, uh, we'll keep on the DC train. All right. Warner Brothers in DC win a Superman case. And that kind of made up pretty big headlines, you know, throughout, I don't know how to say, the entertainment world. Yeah. And once that was decided, you know, hey, you guys, you, you guys win. Big business has done it again. Um, you know, corporate. <laughs> Do you want to cover the details of that before? I know where you're going. Capitalism you is fine. And uh, then a fan was like, you know, that's that really chaps my hide that uh, you guys would let that happen. And I'm going to fly a plane to DC's building or I wish <laughs> Al Qaeda would. Maybe I'll well, join. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> that's not actually what his comment was. No. Well, I mean, not the reasoning for his comment. So he went on to say, Warner Brothers and. You know, they've done a great job with Superman, but that the current DC establishment is just like a fucking train wreck and they hate everything that they've done. And not just with Superman, like he implied that it's just he hates the new 52. Mm. And that's why he wished that someone would. Oh, and then he blamed our president for being lousy. Right. And that's why Al Qaeda would be able to fly a plane specifically into DC's building. So you think they're reading action, the Al-Qaeda, and they're just like, listen, I just flipped to this new action. It's, I can't read it. Not that it's in English, but, but it's just... We just need to take care of this. All right, everybody load up. This Western Superman cannot be made. Like, that's, not, that's why I don't get it. And why would they 
back your <laughs> Western beliefs. Yeah, maybe he's got ties. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. Mean, if anything does happen, you know, God forbid, then they're going to be looking for this guy. Well, he yeah. did. He just uh, shot on the top ten list. <laughs> Most valuable asshole. Yeah, I was like, up. "Ooh, deadline! You know, let this one, uh, you know, let this one breathe on here, huh?" All right. I don't think anyone monitored those comments on deadline.com. Yeah. I don't think anyone had the balls to post after it, and they were just like, "Whoa, <laughs> it's gonna go somewhere safe to post it, my comment." It just got a wee bit <clears throat> raunchy in here. Well, I, I mean, you're gonna read that comment and look like ranch. It's raunchy. It's not ranchy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, "Ooh, I need ranch, honey. Shabbat honey, go get go get some ranch. For what? Just get it. Just get it. Sounds delicious right now. You are, honey. You are a dumb bitch. You know what? I knew marrying you was fifty fifty easy. <laughs> but you bring honey mustard in this house one more time. It's really mustard. That's what the kids it. love. The kids love the honey mustard. Um, I was gonna go over the actual lawsuit outcome. That's fine. Go ahead with that. That's probably way more." important than well i guess like i don't remember it was if it was like two weeks ago or longer but a lower district court had filed for the uh the siegel family siegel i don't know how to say that doesn't matter dude if it's a name you're fucking it up (laughs) yeah exactly um and people are probably gonna be pretty outraged you could pronounce that correctly (laughs) (laughs) then uh you know so they were like yeah no this is bullshit they not necessarily. Like the judgment, like, this is bullshit. They clearly, you know, he was just like, uh, I felt, yeah, I felt like way, I was in a real courtroom for a moment. <laughs> the way we look at this, it shakes their way, not the not the DC way. And then DC, when they did their appeal, and this is like, I guess this is it. This is done. Like we have four appeal processes. So I'll never have to hear about this again. Hopefully not. Yeah. And it's all just, they were like, hey, we signed a contract with these assholes in 2001, 2002. Their lawyer accepted it on their behalf, which is what they fucking paid him for. Mm-hmm. Why are we here? And then the judge was like, yeah. Yeah, that shit. I mean, why are we in here? His, in his dialogue that he wrote back, accepting the terms, it was just like, we accept this really shitty deal we're signing on to. And I quote, this deal is pretty fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it's, it's a... Probably not a great deal, but I guess DC hasn't been paying them shit of royalties until this has been settled. So they've been they've like they've been losing a decade, out on money yeah, trying this to is get a more decade money. of fucking royalties. So they're still gonna get a decent payday. Yeah, but um, I mean, after they, I mean, probably, maybe not because they might just be like, "Well, we're taking your taking your legal fees out of your stupid royalties." I don't think they can actually legally do that, but they, can. they might be able know. to still get some money back from it. You know what they should do? They should take the family. Down to Hollywood Boulevard. See that real super huge pothead guy that dresses up like Superman? And be like, listen, this is what you helped create. And that guy's going to be like, hey, what a fucking picture. My mom. The woman I claims I'm a mom. She was in the movies. And they're like, God, sir, get away. We're not going to tip you either. We took like five shots when we got here. We're going to use them. Where's that junkie Batman likes to punch people out? He's like, I'm in Vegas. I just pay a guy to yell at when someone looks for me. No, he is in Vegas. Wasn't that movie called Confessions of a Superhero or something? Yeah. You guys should check that out. It might be on Netflix. I don't know. It is. I think it's streamable. Oh, there you go. It's probably streamable on your Amazon Prime, Hulu, whatever, maybe. Amazon Prime. Who's paying for that? <laughs> yeah, well, if they're a Prime member already, they'll get it for free. And that sucks. You can only watch, like, Airwolf on there. We've covered that before. Maybe. We've covered Airwolf or Amazon Prime? Both. Well, <clears throat> when they order something, they get, like, the best shipping deals. <laughs> Thank you. 
spokesman for Amazon Prime all of a sudden in the middle of the show. Red penny. <laughs> I know, which is awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the Superman case is settled. Great. So now we're gonna have crazy Superboy Prime again. That's Can't what, stop him. That's what I'm hoping for because that was That'd the coolest nice. thing they ever did. Is when he was killing Green Lanterns left and right. Got me fucking believing believe me in fucking America again. Rise of the Third Army, my ass. Rise Ooh. of the Fourth Army, and it's called Superboy Prime. Rise of the Three Armies. It's just him shooting two birds, <laughs> middle fingers, on Earth, <laughs> and then his laser beams out of his cock. He's like, pow, pow! made it work. <laughs> no one is back on that pony. No one They're was... not gonna have the balls of doing that anyways. <laughs> the cock part or the fucking bring Superboy Prime back. They'd they... have to who cares? Reset a lot of shit. No, just have him show the fuck up and explain it to <laughs> me in like, two years. He's like, I'm here, I remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh kill me some plastic. All of a sudden you fuckers care about continuity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why the whole fucking thing happened. Bring him back. I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna oh. start a petition. Are you now? I am to bring Superboy to, Prime back. Uh, the, encourage better recycling in our government so that there isn't so much waste. Or well, I already that one was that one went south. But uh, oh, so what's your petition going to be for after the Superboy Prime one? Yeah, I'm probably going to jump on this Avengers Arena and how it needs to get canceled. And you need to bring back everybody that died in that piece of shit book that's only on its third issue. Fourth one's coming out April, I think. Oh. No, way before April. Who gives a shit because no one cares about this book? It's, it's a bi-weekly release schedule. Dude, that's probably why it's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a positive petition, not something that's never going to happen. Yeah, that book sucks. I mean... But a lot of people think it's a good book or some good characters are getting killed. I don't know. Hey. Metal dies. First issue. There you go. I was going to say spoiler warning, but I think we outlawed that in 2012, so... 13, bro. It's a new year. I'm saying because of 2012. Oh, I see where you're going. implication. So, um, second issue, some wing chick that they made up just for the book. I think her name was Vanguard. She flies into the dome, breaks her own neck. Stupid as shit. <laughs> yeah. Third issue, haven't read it yet. I'm sure someone stupid dies. Well, the thing is, is Dennis Hopeless writes it, right? Yeah. And this girl... I assume it. I don't think her government name is Target X Laura, but she's she's had enough. <laughs> she's had enough of their shenanigans, and she wants Marvel to knock it off because we're losing tons and tons of valuable characters on this clearly Hunger Games battle royal knockoff, which was blatant by the covers. If you have, oh, and the guy has uh, blatantly said, said, "Yeah, yeah, I read uh, read Hunger Games, and I got the idea." I was like. And we all know Hunger Games is a terrible book, and it, it's an unwatchable movie. So why you would yeah, you reference that the, shit? Uh, everything wrong with Hunger Games in three minutes that we post on the site. That was very popular. I'm glad. I'm glad a lot of people were like, yes, get that one. Well, that's already up to 103 signatures. From that's it. pretty sad because it was like 95 before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it was like, yes, it was, it was some, you know. I saw the petition actually like right before the holidays, and it was not doing well, I'm pretty sure Marvel's not going to give a fuck that 103 people don't care, and that more people are turn, you know, buying it just out of morbid curiosity than anything else. Personally, it's too bad, Laura. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Laura, but it's not going to happen, and the book sucks. And let's be honest, most of the characters are going to blow too. So, 
It's one of those things, Laura, you just lose all around. Yeah, metal was a it was a big piece just of shit. A, <laughs> just looked like the Red Skull man on metal when he was a teenager. Yeah. Emotions and hormones and he was banging that one chick in the bio suit. I mean, whatever. I don't know how that worked. That was the first issue. They were just like, oh, we just had a passion night of Hey, does it, do you guys out there know anybody that still makes that porno music <laughs> noise shit? What the hell am I supposed to say? I don't That's know. funny. That. You just said, and they fucked. <laughs> That's clipping. But you know, you just screamed cock like five minutes ago. <laughs> so now all of a sudden we're making subtle boing chicka boing noises? I, I think I yelled lasers out of the cock. And well, then you, I said, well, you screamed cock like you were totally hungry. <laughs> it wants some man meat slapping on your face. But it doesn't matter, dude. You can't. That's what just... it always goes back to you, doesn't it, Kevin? You, you can't just, just you and the man meet on the face to slap, slap, slap. <laughs> You're talking about it constantly. <laughs> really? Because you're the one that brought it up. You're the one screaming laser cock, and then I moved on. <laughs> but then you brought it back with the subtle porno music that no one. How did I bring it back? When's the last you time you see the porno from like the '70s? They don't do that anymore. Well, maybe they should. Maybe that's wrong. What's wrong with that? Is there things wrong with porn? I don't know. Maybe they should. I'll let you have that. Yeah. See. So. You know what's kind of. Eat it. All right. All right. Come on. <laughs> I'm getting out of control. Me and Laura are gonna get a petition for you to stop saying cock on the goddamn <laughs> podcast. It'll be ignored. It will like get her well, other petition. Five thousand fucking signatures, <laughs> and I still won't care. Tiny comics is a thing. Yes. But where, but where did it come from, and why? Uh, well, they're based in the UK. Finally. And uh, they're a self-publishing like title, so you can like basically go through their approval process or whatnot. You get the old creator-owned jam. Yeah, it sounds like they're kind of fond-to-image business model. Yeah, which, and look uh, how successful that is. Yeah, and, um, you know, they're... That wasn't sarcasm. Want... It's really successful. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if it came off incorrect. It didn't. That's why I kept okay. talking. Um, they're doing a couple of collections that aren't like strangely hitting until September for some reason, but they're doing a couple monthly titles that they have um, some reprints, like the uh, number of cruncher is actually a reprint ring of roses. Yeah. I think that's a collection as well. And then they also uh, teamed up with a one publishing and originally I thought it was just two titles that they um, had teamed up with, but they actually are going to be pumping out like another, like uh, seven titles, like monthly titles. So when they, like, now the company's technically launching in June. Originally it was July. Now they're like, well, now it's June because they've got this other book. Well, yeah, because they teamed up with A1. Yeah. I don't know if that was, like, a sudden move or something. And A1 approached them and was like, hey, can we just get in on this? You know, like, yeah, this looks like a good team up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see kind of what they come up with. Um, Number Cruncher definitely looked interesting. cool. Yeah. yeah. No, they, so. For sure they had a couple of titles on there. You can check out combatbasters.com. And, like, we got a post on there. It has a... Well, six or five or six titles on there, actually. Yeah, for just for the Titan one, and then, um, like I said, I didn't realize that A One had so many other titles, but it's looking like they pretty much got a solid lineup of like fourteen. And who knows what they'll come up with by the time they actually launch of for you know the rest of the year. So, but uh, yeah, they uh, probably made the biggest splash in comics. Like a lot of people talking about them, covering it, interested in it. So should be well, good. <clears throat> I think the real takeaway from it will be um, if they can, you know, mirror images, images of success, like because that's 
Yeah. I mean, sure, it took a couple of years for like Image to gain traction, but now the way the whole market is done, the whole comic book world landscape has changed so drastically where you got these, you know, big titles or big titles just due to big talent coming over and doing it. And like you said in, in previous podcasts, it's not so much contract based anymore where this guy's locked down exclusively here and this guy doing that and this girl's doing that. But now you got yeah, no, everybody's kind of like, uh, you know, just dancing around and yeah, trying mean, to get in where they fit in. Well, especially when you look at Marvel now's new formula, of they print more of the same book. Yeah. Like, like all, or all new X-Men is already on its fourth issue. Yeah. It's flying out of the gates. Yeah. Like, Cable and the X-Force and like all these other ones are on three. three. Yeah. yeah. Like the, there's a bunch that are already on their third or fourth issue and no signs of slowing down. And, Marvel's big marketing push this week was more, you know, single word marketing or sometimes two word marketing. Um, But the point of it was to be like, hey, the art is going to change and we're letting you know. But they're trying to get you hyped about it so you don't notice it. it. You're not going to be like, oh, but I really like this one guy. And it doesn't fucking matter anymore because really it's like all you can hope to do is have the consistent writer on the book now. And even then... If they fall off, who cares? Yeah. You're just going to get someone else. And I, I mean, like, it's kind of a good idea. I mean, I know we've kind of yeah, talked about these before. The marketing. And, but well, if you have these promos and these, like, advertisements that just have a couple of words, like, you could totally run with that or make them special where people are like, oh, I want to pick up, like, the one sheet of that or, like, a poster version of that. You know, you can put it on yeah. shirts and shit. You could really, like, if you do it right, you could go bananas with it. And They did not. No. Okay. <laughs> no yeah i mean probably the only one that was and i wouldn't even say it's that good it was just more of the art was good was uh walt simonson's hulk picking up thor's hammer or at yeah, least attempting yeah. to. but even then it was just like it instantly made me think of a million poop jokes because it totally looked like he was crapping his pants yeah you know That's... but i was just more interested in the the art but but like that kind of art and that just the way the um but yeah it wasn't poster worthy you could put that on a shirt. People would love that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, those are two iconic Marvel, you know, pieces. I mean, you got the you got the Hulkster there, not that one, but the other one, and he's picking up the hammer. You know, that's. Yeah, yeah I don't think they think of have that in mind anymore. I don't think they realize how, like, easy a poster sale is. Yeah, like it really is. Like you, go into a bullshit Walmart. Trust me, they still <laughs> sell a lot of fucking posters. So, it's too bad. Uh-huh. Whatever. I mean, helping, do di- some cool helping Disney get a couple more bucks, and they ain't trying to hear me. I don't want it. They are just like, no, we're good gouging our way. You gouge <laughs> your way, we'll gouge our way. <laughs> get over here. Get them gouging going on. Well, that's kind of all I got. You got anything else? For news? Nah. Yeah. You want to just go ahead and dive into what books got read? We can do that. We can do the... New month, so it's got to be a new Luther Strode issue coming out. Damn straight. I don't make one listener not happy, but fuck him. Uh, sorry, one listener. I don't. It's Neil. It doesn't no. count, you know. <laughs> that was my fake laugh. So I think this is a pretty good issue. I liked it. Apparently, I liked it more than you since yeah, you gave you... it a four. Dude, you. Have... I was leaning more towards a five. So it, it achieved perfection in comic books. 
It was pretty fucking awesome. It was cool. Like, it started off pretty much the same way as the first that you started off. You got Luther just, you know, kicking it left and lazy in his, you know, pad. Where He was on one finger. Yeah, I know, but I've seen that before. That's, you know, I didn't, wasn't blown away by that. It's like a... Dude... Anyway, anyway, I, mean, dude, I made a sound. I don't know why you had to stop. Dude, You're just dude, like, that sound makes me stop. You screamed one finger at me. That's not when you stopped. That's why I stopped. <laughs> so <laughs> now he's in there chilling. Um, the ex-girlfriend shows up. Hey, Luther, they're coming for you. He's like, yeah, I know. And here they are because basically Mr. Hill is sending more goons to test this dude. I mean, I don't know how many more tests you need. He's punched through fucking walls and... Just he's turned these motherfuckers off like light switches. That's all apparently he just like had a really good retirement package and he didn't want to pay out to anyone, so he was like, Go on. Yeah, I mean So Peter shows up and she's like, Hey Luther, they're coming. He's like, Yeah, I know. They show up like all SWAT geared out, just totally ready to get killed by Luther and he dismantles them in some creative, fun, cool ways. So I don't know who do I Trad Moore, do you get the kudos for that? And is Justin just like, so. kill these motherfuckers? And he's like, okay. He's punching through walls. I'm sure it's probably... Collaborated you know, effort, I get you. Yeah. I'm sure he's like, hey, mm-hmm. here's how I'd like to see them all murdered. Right. And uh, make it happen. Add your own little flair. It does. There's a couple of uh, there's a couple of panels in here that are visually engrossing to look at. Like the way he sets up the, the house or the apartment or wherever the hell he's at. And just the, the the conversion of the guys on Luther, it just it's just visually exciting to look at instead of the whole run of the mill, punch through this guy, punch through that guy. I mean, I think in my review I put he's coming off like Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star, yeah, and he's just walking through these dudes. But there's still like this, I don't know, like there's just I don't know, he just has this like flair about him. Like, well, the reason I think it was so good was because. Yeah, it's violent and stuff, but there's none of that. Here's my one-liner. You know, yeah, occasionally yeah. a few of the bad guys are just like, oh, man, I didn't get enough money. Or, you know, whatever. Just kind of like... It was more frantic. It was yeah, more you could like, tell it was more of like, these are my last words. And you know, this guy's coming I'm kind of realizing this shit. Yeah, when he just turned that dude yeah. into applesauce. Exactly. So that's why I thought it was such a great just like action sequence was mm-hmm. that it was all action. It was all There's action, no, like bullshit. No waka waka. Like it was just like you're you're witnessing. Some it was like Batman. Yeah, shit. it was like Dark Knight status. Like he just lump, this big lumbering dude yeah. moving like a mile of like just jetting all around Dragon well, Ball he's style, not hitting people with machine guns. He's just bam. yeah, and he's just like like I said, he's construing these guys like one touch and blowing their heads clean off, and and then you finally you wait for that one moment where you're like oh. There's another dude that can do exactly what you can do. Yeah, which it was kind of... It was coming. You know, like, it was coming. It was kind of obvious from the first mm-hmm. issue. There's foreshadowing for it, for yeah. sure. But, like... When you got to that moment... He knows something. Like, he hurt Luther. Yeah. Like, with those bullets. So you're just kind of like, oh, this is a new challenge. This isn't just, like, the librarian. We go mano a mano, fist for fist. He's like, yeah. I don't know how to fucking kill you. He... So, yeah, he's like, you know what? It wasn't just you and the librarian. Yeah, which we knew from the first series anyways, because it of showed course. that tree of people. and Exactly. You know. So it was just, you're almost waiting the whole time. You're like, man, how many more guys is Luther going to walk through? Now we need that, you know, you need that, like, fucking next level. Yeah. And, well, and I enjoyed that we went into, like, Luther's POV and yeah. saw the muscles and you stuff haven't again. Done that, they and haven't done like, that in a while. Like, yeah, it was, showing, it was like, a the cool reminder. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that's 
how he sees the fucking world. That sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of things I liked about the book. I mean, but that's, I mean, it, it was a good issue. I don't think it was like perfect, but it's doing what it needs to do. And it's keeping the story interesting. Yeah. I mean, so there you go. There's another. I was like 17 pages rocking guys. I was. Yeah. Like, hey. No, it was good. It was good, man. You can keep me interested for that long. That's saying something. Yeah, I particularly liked when the guy was sitting on the floor and he kicked his head through the wall. <laughs> that was probably my favorite part. So there it is. It's uh, Legend of Luther Strode number two. It's out. You should probably already have it. Probably do. Or you're going to just yell at the fucking computer, MP3 player, radio, saying, stop talking about this book. We get it. You guys like it. But it's two good. Four more left. He. <laughs> Then the third set will come out shortly after that. I'm probably. sure it will. Well, yeah, it's a trilogy. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Fuck you. I read Repossessed number one. Dude, I read that too. Oh, no. Oh, Are sure we? Nope, sure did. Actually, I did read it, but go ahead. Okay. Didn't like it. He says. Didn't like it. I liked it. He's a fool. There you go. There, there goes Dustin again, washing away my opinions <laughs> as if they mean nothing. Did, um, I, did I get a five-two? No, I get Mr. Lincoln just handing him out. Mr. Lincoln, this guy. Ah, uh, no, it's uh, I gave it four. It's uh, about this team of kind of uh, demon hunters, and they do, um, you know, exorcisms on people. Uh-huh. Um, they get involved in a case where it kind of ends up being a bit bigger than they're used to handling, but they're like, well, we're going to see this shit through th- to the end. That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, basically, this uh, rich guy's daughter, he's like, I think she's possessed. And they're like, looking at the evidence and everything, they're like, eh, I don't think she is, but you know, whatever, it's your money. Fucking we'll look into it. Um, they start tracking her down. They find the biker gang that she's been rolling with, and uh, like out pops a demon. Like, just leaves its host body and was like, I'm going to fucking kill you guys. And um, that gets them really interested because they're just like, what the fuck? Demons don't do that. Like, right. they have to call them out. Like, that's what the book stars. They they call the demon out and they're just like, oh, shit, this is a major demon. Why are we dealing with majors? And uh, I just I just like the mystery. Yeah, it had its, like, like I Waka guess, like. Waka. Not so much Waka Waka. Like, there's one character, yeah, like, he knew everyone conveniently for this town or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, I know that motherfucker in the picture. And you're just like, why would you know? Just, he runs a nightclub in Texas. Like, that part was, like, eh, dumb. Yeah, but <clears throat> just their, kind of their interaction, because, like, this one guy has to use his, like, um, holy necklaces and, and stuff like that to kill one of the demons to save his life. And he's like, here, you know, this won't replace what you lost, but... I've been collecting these over the years, you know, it's at least something, take what you want, whatever. Right. So just, I, I just kind of like their interaction, I like the levels of the demons. I love the, the look of the book. So I thought the demons had an awesome look. Like one's a dog, one's just like a big ass dude. Like they didn't, uh, they didn't look like grotesque, like they like, didn't look demonic really. Yeah. They just looked like big ass fucking creatures really. So I just thought that was kind of cool. That was the first issue, right? Yeah, it was the first. So, what else have you been reading? I read Joe Palooka. <laughs> you big Palooka. <laughs> I don't know. 
Let's see. I didn't know you were going to talk about this one. Okay. Yeah, why not, right? It's out there. Okay. Looking right at it. It's fine. Okay. Did a review for it on the site, comicbastards.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Basically, Joe Palooka came out back in the day about a boxer. I don't know if I... Have I talked about this book on the podcast? Um, I don't think so. Anyway, he's maybe, back. Maybe. I don't know. It's issue two. we've mentioned it. I think we've mentioned it because it sounds remotely... A little deja vu, but basically Joe's on the run because he's seen some shit and some people are after him. I think he's an MMA boxer or fighter. No, he is, but you know, he's now he's on a slow boat to China because he's got to, you know, hmm. shit's getting too hot in San Diego where he rolls and now he's got to, you know, get away. So his only answer is to go to China. That shit got heavy, dude. Have you ever been hunted down like an animal? Canada and Mexico were an option. Europe too. San Diego's had huge ports. Why wouldn't he just get on a slow boat to China? Okay. All right. Fair enough. What the fuck do I know? I don't know. You don't know shit about MMA (laughs) or run from fucking thugs. And basically, uh, he doesn't know a whole lot either. So, (laughs) Wait, why is he on the run again? Dude, I don't remember. That was issue one, (laughs) you fuck. I mean, I know he witnessed a murder and kind of inadvertently defended himself against someone trying to kill him. Instead of just like trying to beat the rap and go with the evidence he's just like okay i'm out doc's going well they pin the they, they think he did the crime so which well maybe if you hadn't run away that's what you do anyway nick's on the boat because no his name's, his name's not joe but they call him joe because he's a white guy with blonde hair i don't know so he's on the boat doing his thing and here comes you know the big guy the muscle of course yeah they, they his name's con and they harass. <laughs> what? what the... hey, man. I didn't write this shit. Just let me tell the fucking story. I'm just responding. Keep going. <laughs> Not allowed to have an opinion about what you're saying. So if you did, you give it a five. Whoa! Oh. Raising the roof. Somebody's like, oh, snap, dog. Anyway, so they break his balls. And they're, and he's like, oh, you want to go right now? But no, on this boat, we got rules. You got to handle them in the circle. So it is organized fighting basically on the boat. On the boat, I don't. I think the captain is a little. Can like you a, just go to the circle then at that point? Well, it's like a, this weird, creepy freighter, you know, that just moves product from the U.S. ports to China. So there's not like it's not like a love boat or anything. I yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> I would have snuck on one of those to tell you the truth. Yeah, seriously. So basically, of course, he stands up to Khan. Uh, Nick does fights him. Does he yell gets, Khan at any point? Five out of five if he did. Let's just say this book didn't get a five. So he handles his beef in the circle. And unbeknownst to... Gross. He <laughs> <laughs> just walks in and he's handling the beef. God's like, I'm out. <laughs> Too far. Showed up for a clean fight. <laughs> Things got dirty. Somebody's been in the mess hall. <laughs> making a mess. Anyway, so like a wiener. <laughs> so he wins. And unbeknownst to Nick... His girlfriend, I guess, is they're looking for him. So they're like, oh, we can't find anything on this son of a bitch. Oh, it looks like he's got this girlfriend here. Let's uh, either kidnap her, murder, and or rape her to get his attention. Wow. That's... That, that was the options. They threw it around the office. It was more of like a dark game. They're just like, what do we do? And kidnap came kidnap. up. Yep. All right, sorry. Kidnap came up. And... Sorry, guy who wanted to murder her. <laughs> Real sorry for the guy who wanted to rape her. <laughs> then rape her and then kidnap her. Uh, we're just going to go with the kidnap. So, yeah. So, at the, the you know boat gets to where it's going, uh, 
Nick's only friend on the boat, some old like Asian guy, is like, hey boss, take a look at this dude. He kicked Khan's ass. He's the real deal Holyfield. And the boss is like, hmm, maybe we can use you. Maybe. And then it's just like Rambo 3. Uh, wasn't that the one where the tanks like go head to head? Which one was the one where he's fighting? Which one does Hot Shots part do make fun of? <laughs> All of them, I think. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Oh. So that's the cliffhanger. You know, girl gets kidnapped and he gets the decision to roll with some sort of pseudo triad guys, I guess. He gets a shot at the heavyweight belt. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a sports book. I thought this was supposed to be an MMA book. I saw a lot of MMA he, MMA whoops his ass on that boat. <laughs> fucking reviewing this. Yeah, like, it's really been pitched as an MMA book. I think that's just the background. And when it, when I saw the preview and we're on a fucking boat, I was like, what is MMA about this? This is some new training camp that Spike TV hasn't captured yet. I don't understand. I don't know. It's not bad. Like, it's kind yeah. of like, it's kind of corny. I mean, I can see this playing out better as a movie. Like, mm. it seems like a real cheap movie idea. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. But apparently you don't know what I mean. Um, I mean, I know what you mean. I said I wouldn't see it. No, God, no. But I think it would fit better. On DVD or digital download. I get it. Nothing. But I don't know. Sometimes the art is kind of looks rushed. Like people's hands get real fucked up. Like two fingers turn into one, and there's barely a line to separate show, them. Show movement. Hands no, it's moving. the hands on a phone. It's like it's holding. The oh, phone. like just it's, it gets like real lazy. And there's that's what we're commonly called as phone hand. Oh, this I don't know. I got like a big case of phone hand in this. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of panels where, like Nick, his eye gets all googly. Like, like I mean, just, he is a fighter. Did he take a couple hits, maybe? I thought about that. I was like, yeah, maybe his eyes just kind of uh, lazy because it gets rocked so much. But it's not consistent. He's a block more. Yeah, I was just like, well, that's kind of... I mean, it's not a deal so breaker. So Joe Palooka's name is Nick? Yeah, it's like Nick Davis. I think the book's just called Joe Palooka. And oh, man. They don't really call him Joe Palooka. Is this ruining the book for everyone? I mean, I know I'm not doing that me down. great of a job selling it, but... You're trying to sell it? No, I'm just trying to tell people about it. Oh, okay. And maybe I've even failed that. Well, I read stuff. <laughs> that wasn't Joe Palooka. <laughs> okay. Um, I read The Adventures of Superhero Girl by Faith Aaron Hicks. Oh, five out of five. I did give it a five out of five. Fucking Fuck you. Predictable, dude. I don't give bullshit bad ratings, but whatever. Um, dude, I heard her name and I knew what exactly dude, what I was going to get. It doesn't matter. I still go in unbiased and let it win me over. All right, Faith. Let's see how you earn this five. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, this is actually a collection of her webcomic that came out in like 2010. Okay. Um, it's been collected and colored by Dark Horse. It's one of the best superhero books I've ever read. Ever read. Ever read. It's so, it like captures all the the pitfalls of, not so much the pitfalls, all the, all the like tropes and Nuances everything. And... Yeah, that makes like superhero comics and just makes it so funny and like. Are you laughing with or at? At it. Or like with it, I mean. Um, like for instance, she just is like, it starts off, she's just doing like her day to day stuff. Like she's just a superhero in Canada and, um, she's like wearing her mask, like everywhere, like 
sitting in the library. A guy looks at her. She's, you know, smiling back or whatever. And he's like, are you a superhero? She's like, no, no, no. And then he, like, just points at them. She's like, I'm wearing the mask, aren't I? And then they get into this whole discussion. He's like, well, you know, what's your what's your background? You know, which parent died? What, what made you be a superhero? She's like, I don't know. No, both my parents are alive. I'm not, you know, I don't have a tragic background. I just want to be a superhero. And uh, he's like, oh, well. You're not, your you're origin's not, boring. He's like, well, you're not a superhero. You got to have a tragic background. Someone has to die. And she's like, yeah, I am. He's like, no, no, you're not. And he just like walked away. He's like, I'm not gonna waste my time with you. Writes her off. Yeah. So, um, and then she has like the perfect superhero brother that everyone like loves. And uh, it's just it's really funny. Like her nemesis are all basically ninjas. And there's like a king ninja, and she has to like get a job because she runs out of government money to be superheroing. And he's like, what are you doing? You're leaving the fight, and so he follows her to the job interview. I'm gonna interview too. Yeah, and then they like call her name. He's like, no, no, hire me. I got a crown. I'm King Ninja, and like then like the next comic strip is just him getting the job and being like really good at it and shit. And she's like, ah, that could have been me. And her roommate's just like, no, I mean, look at that crown. He's very convinced. And did you have powers or anything? Yeah, uh, she even said it. She's like, oh, I got the you know the basic Superman package. Mm. Uh, you know, leap tall building, super strength, you know. Right. And, uh, and like the guy that's harassing her about like her origin, he's like, so you can fly? She's like, I said leap tall buildings. You can't even fly? What the? So, mm. I mean, it's just really funny, really just kind of entertaining. Like, it's just really well written. The art's great. And they're just one page per a chapter of the story. Mm. So, uh, it comes out in like February from Dark Horse. Uh, the coloring is great because I looked at it online and it's good in black and white, but it is something that's like really awesome. But makes it pop more, yeah. So check that out. How much is it gonna run? Did they say? Um, it's gonna start at $16.99, but I'm sure you can find it discounts everywhere. Yeah, I think Amazon was already listening to it for like 12 bucks or something. So mm. cool, yeah. Did you, uh, there's a book that we both read, oh, there is. Um, it is the end of times. So that's one I thought you were gonna talk about when you brought up, uh, or when I brought up Joe Beluga, Re- repossessed or something. We said I read. Oh, that, it. I that's like, what I was uh, thinking of, and I, I was I, like, well, they're both similar. Is he? I, th- I thought about that, and I was like, I think I skimmed to repossess. I don't think I read it oh. though. So I did remember some of the creatures, but that story did not recall. So the end of times with Bram and Ben, number one of four. Yep. What did you think about that? It basically tells this tale of um, the rapture. Yeah, the rapture, and you know, it's biblical in that sense, where yeah. God comes in, swoops up all the ones he gives two shits about, and the rest are left on earth to deal with it. Yep. I was really bummed that there was no Kirk Cameron <laughs> reference or cameos. Well, there might be time. Actually, I thought they did make a did they joke about Kirk Cameron. I'm probably sure they did because I can't remember who it is. I think it might be the Bram guy. Bram's the funny guy, and that's Ben's what, a stare, the that's straight what, man. That's that's passes for funny. I thought he was pretty funny. I mean, okay, he wasn't the funniest, but okay, he had funny moments. That weirdo angel, he was the funniest. So, you basically follow these two guys, like you said. Um, ben is the straight guy. Bram is the chatterbox that likes to drop the one-liners. Um, Bram gets picked up by the Rapture gets rejected accordingly <laughs> sent back down and ben's basically losing his head over this 
Yeah, he's losing his shit. He's just like, oh, why didn't I get raptured? Why did my shitty yeah, why didn't you know, he get friend raptured? get raptured? And... I mean... I don't, I'll, I'll let you fill it in. Go ahead. I mean, I, I thought it was humorous. There's a lot of funny jokes. Like, yeah, if you're religious of any sense, you're probably really going to hate this book. But It's taking a piss for sure. Yeah, I, I mean... If you're confident in your religious beliefs and everything, you should be fine and just be able to enjoy it's just a comedic look at the, yeah. the rapture. It's a so. lighthearted look of the rapture. So basically, Ben goes running around trying to kind of just tell everyone what exactly is happening. Yeah, because no one really, they're just like, people disappeared. And he's just like, this is the fucking rapture, you know. And, and most of them are going to their jobs that normal day, kind of. <laughs> kind of it's funny when he goes to, goes to his class, he's like, ah. He's like, he's like, yeah, I wonder how many students I got left. And it's just one kid. He's like, God, kid, what did you do? Yeah. Like, I thought that was funny. Like, it's just know, he has his humor... class is just one kid. I mean, maybe it was just lost on me. Like, I read it. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't horrid. Like, I didn't read it and go, oh my god, this is just awful. But I don't know. The jokes didn't laugh for me, and I know my sense of humor is a little bit off kilter, but it just didn't. I was just kind of like, whatever. But I do see it being appealing to most people. So I mean, I I will give it that for sure um the art style has a i think you nailed it earlier you said chew yeah it's very reminiscent of that it's just almost kind of distorted sometimes like weird head shapes and yeah maybe over exaggerated like well it's like they're all basically just normal looking people but he adds that extra little flair to give them just like a stylistic personality yeah almost. yeah like so. their look is a, a character almost in, yeah. on, upon themselves but it does a lot of characteristics for them, especially since there are a lot of like physical kind of jokes at times and you know stuff like that. So, well, I mean, I liked it. You're yeah. sounds like you're kind of on the fence. Maybe another issue. I don't yeah, know. I, but... I mean, it's only four, so I mean, for sure, I'll give it another read. And before the second one comes out, I'll hold on to it and be like, all right, let me read this before the second one comes out. Give it another shot. I just don't know if it just came at a bad time. And I was reading, I was like, this guy's annoying. This is whatever well i even said in my review that uh ben does have a tendency to like i think ben talks way more than bram talks yeah but um, he's the only thing about ben though is he's just regurgitating the same thing like he's telling the same story to everyone you know yeah it's the rapture you gotta do this you never read the bible and you're like all right man you're like yeah shut the fuck up dude Both, everyone just shut up for like two pages i <laughs> <laughs> just want the silent issue yeah but no check it out yeah it's um image of course Image heavy episode. Sorry, we just uh, they, they work real hard to a lot of, uh, bring you the books. <laughs> bring you the books that you read. What else? Uh, what else did you read? Um, you have know, anything to... from the heavy independent circuit or other than I guess I do, but it's like I'm talking about the same. It feels like I'm talking about the same books over and over here. Is this in, okay? So is it, a sec- is it a sequel or is it our? No, it's just a similar future? theme. It seemed like this week everything that involved like demons and heaven and hell were released. So yeah, I kind of noticed that. Yeah, like I read a lot of. Maybe they had all those. Like in- even to to hell, to hell you ride. Basically, is dealing with the end times. So maybe everyone had all these ideas and nothing happened, and then they were like, oh. They're like, oh, I guess these stories. Even a couple of books were like, well, you know, if you're reading this, it means we're all here. Yeah. Yeah. Good, it's like, good job, everybody. Um, I don't know how to properly say it. Mortifera. It's this uh, 
indie book by C. Lion Publishing. Publisher I hadn't heard of. That's before. about as indie as it gets because I have not. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're kind of a smaller press, only putting out a couple series so far. Um, basically, the Dark Age was actually a time when demons were just like overruling, you know, like ruling over the earth. Mm-hmm. And um, the Vatican created an army that was sent to deal with it. And then there were some people that were like, well, we don't, you know, we practice a little bit of witchcraft. We're not really welcome in your circle. Witchcraft. So we're going to do our own group, and that's the Mortifera. Um, they end up, you know, kind of doing one big demon siege. Demons get pushed back into like one castle. And they're just like, we're gonna storm in your shit. We're going to kill you all. They get most of them killed, except for a few sneak out. For some fucking reason, Uh-oh. they take vials of the demon's blood because that is the only way that you can summon a demon and make a like a servitude arrangement with them where at the end of the arrangement, they get to walk free. So you can be mm-hmm. like, hey, help me with my homework. And then they're like, all right, well, you're done now. I'm free. Peace out. And they're free to do whatever they want. Yeah, they could just—they're back on the earth. Oh, so they beat them all except for like a few, especially like one big time leader. He sneaks out. He betrays this other demon, and he's like, "Peace out." And then they get that demon gets overrun and killed. Um, and so they collect all the demon blood. And they sit on it for like fifty-five years. You know, no more demons. So everyone kind of moves on. They're mm-hmm. like, "Well, I'm not gonna hunt fucking demons when there aren't any." And uh, that demon shows back up. He's like, got your shit. I've been torturing your people. They're all soft and weak now. He takes all the demon blood, resummons the entire demon army. Like Dark Ages Part 2 coming at you. Wow. Um, the main guy's like kids. Like the daughter has a vision of everything that went down. It's time to lock and load. Yeah, she goes and she's like, oh, let's summon a demon of our own. Like this one hidden vial. I was like, see it. You kept all the others in the same spot, but you decided to hide just this convenient one somewhere else. That's convenient writing. Strikes it, again. Yeah, and it was the badass demon that got betrayed. He's like, oh, I'm angry. Yeah, because these two were like holding off like half the army by themselves right. until the other guy betrayed him, and then he got over, overtaken. Overrun, yeah. Yeah, so he's, you know, he's looking for revenge, so they're just like, you help us get that guy. That sounds kind of cool, though. It's kind of cool, but yeah, it's just it's a lot of convenient, right? Like the whole thing starts because some priest in the Vatican just reads some religious text that frees all the demons in the beginning. I was like, why would you? That's keep a that? loophole. Yeah, I was like, what the fucking hell? Burn yeah. that? How about that? You dipshits. What's he doing? What is he thought he was reading like a reader's <laughs> no, digest? No, he was like in the like hidden "Don't Go in Here" library too. I was like, why would you read anything from there out loud? Mm. You dipshit. You just fuck. Oh. But um. You know, someone interesting. The dialogue's terrible. Yeah. Like these kids' kid, uh, these kids' dad dies. He's spiked to the wall with like a bunch of swords in him. And they ask him how it's hanging. Uh, <laughs> I wit that they're just like, oh, well, dad's dead. Let's uh, summon a demon, huh? Let's go get some revenge. Like they're just like no emotion other than this is awesome. We're gonna summon a demon. We're gonna get some fucking Dairy Queen. Our day is fucking packed. <laughs> demon, what do you want? Nothing with sprinkles. 
He wants double sprinkles. I like fucking with him. Sprinkles. I, I said we're going to Dairy Queen, not Basket of Robins. You yeah, dumb you shit. Sprinkles at Dairy Queen. And then I don't give a shit. You demon. We're going. To, you're getting a blizzard. Everyone's getting blizzards. I'm not fucking trying to remember all these orders. Oreo blizzards. I like the Oreo. Banana split blizzard. Maybe a Heath. Okay. All right. All right. Three Heaths. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, Pat Lee doing variant covers. He also has a book coming out with his company. He's like working. A lot again. Well, I Mr. mean, Mr. We'll Petley, where have you been? He's teaming up with Sea Line Publishing. There's going to be robots in his book calling it. I think there was. It's yeah. a futuristic <laughs> book. They're humanoid ones. Uh, it's a robot of some kind. Yeah. Android doesn't. I mean, matter. who knows if it'll Synthetic. come out? He'll get four issues out. Three and of them will be on time. One will be three years after. So I've already figured out uh, Pat Lee and his style. It gets real sleepy. He starts pounding out comics, and he's like, "Ooh." What time is it? It's like three in the afternoon, Pat. Oh my God, my head. <laughs> he lays down and he slumbers for like seven years. And then he wakes up. He's like, who wants to do some comic books? You're like, dude, Dreamwave is over, bro. He's like, oh. was it because of all the decisions I made? Uh, is that what you call them? Yeah, decisions? If you, if you call it that. Do we? Lack thereof. Maybe Mega Man wasn't the best property to take on. Maybe Devil May Cry was terrible. It was. That was a bad book. That was terrible. His face was like half just no detail. And it was so just like, what we did, Pat, is when you were sleeping, you shit your pants. We threw the turd in the toilet and we treated it like a Ouija board where we had yes and no on the sides. And we asked the turd, the turd would float to yes. We're out of business. <laughs> we're out of business. IDW killing it with this Transformer. Not really. I mean, it sells a lot, but it's God, it terrible. Sucks. Terrible art. You can't even look at it. And then Pat, he's like, yeah, I you get it. You think he would go to IDW and just be like, hey, let me draw this book for you. Let me just do you a solid. and We're going to go gangbusters. Your business sense, my little pencils will mm, do it. Pat, this. we know you get real sleepy. And then we're asking a turd. Pat, we have a monthly <laughs> schedule. Do? Very strict monthly schedule. It, well, it, I'll just do like two issues every couple years, whatever. If there's anyone that has any artistic you know, flavor about them. Can you make that a webcomic where Pat Lee draws and gets real sleepy, goes into like a seven-year coma. They take a turd. So put it, Google what Pat Lee looks like. <laughs> I mean, it, has, if, you, if you Google Pat Lee, like pictures of Transformers comes up. Well, the drama is Optimus Prime. They put a turd in a toilet and it kind of turns like a, like, you know, almost like a compass, but it acts like a Ouija board where they're like... What do we do with Dreamwave? And then it's like, do we get rid we of that stupid fucking logo? And there, and then the turds kind of like, you know, all signs point to fucking yes. We gotta stop bringing up Dreamwave. We're never gonna stop. Someone in our audience is like, I don't know what this company is. Google Dreamwave, bro. I do that and just pictures of Pat Lee's Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm interested to see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm curious. I want to see the book. I, I want to see saw it. it I was I'm like, excited. You know what? I, I was like, is that what this is? Is he drawing? And I was like, oh, that's the ad for it. Mm. Why is this your first page of this book? Because they're stoked on it. They're like, hey, he's awake and he's ready to draw. <laughs> he woke up. Ready. Sold the rights of everything he owned. <laughs> Stopped doing comic conventions in Hong Kong. He's back. He's back, baby. Yeah. Man, we gotta try to get a hold of him. Think he'll do the podcast? Probably not after he hears it. So he'll tell him it. to listen up he'll and he'll listen to it. just this episode and be like, be like, these guys pegged it. And especially the part where I say we should stop bringing up Dreamwave. He'll be like, they bring me up multiple times. <laughs> My brother and I made that company out of love. <laughs> Ran it into the ground just like uh, we did with our parents' inheritance. 
you've got I think his parents are alive. You've kind of hit a soft button there with the, the old Mr. Lee. So, Pat, if you're listening, holler at us, you know. We're looking we're for gonna find you, so you're gonna find us. If you got a Twitter, I'll, I'll I'll look for him in a minute after this. That's fine. So we I think we're good here. Yeah, we covered some comic books. Finished yeah. up with some Pat Lee. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, you always have a soft spot for stuff that brought you into the whatever hobby it is. You know. Back in the day it was Dreamwave. They were pumping out hits and the goddamn books looked amazing and stories were a little eh. And you know, that Transformers Gen 1, you can't beat that with a stick. No, yeah, those first two series were solid. Solid, fucking. solid shit. Yeah. And it's kind of more of like we're picking on Dreamwave, but it's almost like a little soft spot for him. We're kind of sad that. I still have a bunch of them, yeah. I have tons I mean, of them too, man. I mean. They had some great properties. They did. Know, Dark Minds. Oh, man. So, like, I, Vanished Nights? Shit. I, I remember every so time I saw a Dark Minds pop up, I was like, oh, my God, they're bringing it back? Someone got off their ass? And then I'd get like, and then it would never show up again. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Dark Minds 2.0. And you're like, oh, shit, dog. And then, so, yeah, I hope you guys don't think where you like hate Patley because, you know. He also drew uh, Angelic uh, Punisher, which a lot of people, for some reason, were bringing up this week. They were like, hey, remember Punisher had angel power? Like, yeah, I do have yeah. the issues <laughs> they're not worth anything but the covers are sick see i mean he's got wolverine was on it too of course he was <laughs> i did not like his wolverine i will say that much his punisher was good his wolverine not so much maybe it was because he had the boner claws at that time yeah who knows boner claws are always kind of a deal breaker yeah well, there you have it oh well, there it is everybody uh digging your closets grab your dream wave, dream wave shirts and Wear him to bed tonight, not our pally. <laughs> we'll do that. There it is. Combasters.com's website, CBMFP, is what you've been listening to. Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Like us, follow us. Do what you got to do to get through the day. Thanks for all the retumbles lately. There you go. Appreciate there that. There you go. I've got a Tumblr, too. I mean. Yeah, Tumblr crowd showing up. Facebook crowd, what's up? Come on. Get yeah. on it. Google Plus crowd, you are the solidest yeah, they, of they the bunch. Consistent. And yeah. So. We uh I don't want to play favorites, but uh, we love you most of all. What? And all those plus ones kinda make it hard to ignore. Mm-hmm. God, I love that plus one. I do. So thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Let's start a revolution. Combasters.com. Signing out. Till next week. Kevin. Dustin. Later. Peace. <laughs> Hey there, one. How are those robotic onions rusting over? What did you do with the newly acquired flesh bag? I put them to hard labor in the data mine. Oh man, these Power Pack 7200s are brutal to work with. Huh, yeah. I said these 70... Wait, what are you doing over there? Uh, Currently trying to put out a riot. I'm thinking aqueducts might be the answer. Oh my god, you're playing Simulation City when we should be breaking our knuckles in the data mines. Uh, Well, one of us needs to, so why don't you go ahead and get back to that? I want to play. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's it? I'm telling one and 00010110000 what you're doing. Oh, 
robot lover is gonna go tell the robot overlords what I'm doing. Big surprise there, robot lover. Dun dun dun. Hey, that's great you made that noise, but they're not that bad. They're not that bad. They're not bad guys. Their title is Robot Overlords. I assume they're guys, but they're not bad. Not like that. Robot lover. 